Imagine God gives you only one son after 100 years of waiting <laughs> and then tells you to sacrifice that one son to him. <laughs> what will you do? What will be your reaction? Welcome to the VOS Podcast, a community for the global woman. On here, we inspire and motivate. We empower women to discover purpose, fulfill destiny, and walk in victory in every arena of a woman's life journey. I'm your host, Apolade, and today's episode marks day 22 of our daily Bible chapter review. The sacrifice of an only son. So I'll be sharing my insights and inspiration on Genesis chapter 22. You most definitely want to listen till the end as we will unfold the deep secret in God's word which is able to transform our souls. And make sure to follow us on our social media platforms on Instagram at VOS Ministry and on YouTube at VOS Podcast. Please share, rate and review today's podcast episode. If you aren't clear on how to rate and review, check out a quick video on our YouTube channel on steps to rate and review a podcast. All links will be dropped in the description box. Don't forget to also send in your questions, your contributions, your insights via voice messages genesis chapter 22 later on later on god tested abraham's faith and obedience abraham got called yes lord he replied take with you your only son yes isaac whom you love so much and go to the land of Moriah and sacrifice him there as a burnt offering upon one of the mountains which I will point out to you. The next, the next morning, Abraham got up early, chopped wood for a fire upon the altar, saddled his donkey and took with him his son Isaac and two young men who were his servants and started off to the place where God had told him to go. On the third day of the journey, Abraham saw the place in the distance. Stay here with the donkeys. Stay here with the donkey. Abraham told his young men, and the lad and I will travel yonder and worship, and then come right back. Abraham placed the wood for the burnt offering upon Isaac's shoulders, while he himself carried the knife and the flint for striking a fire. So the two of them went on together. Father, Isaac asked, We have the wood and the flint to make fire but where is the lamp for the sacrifice god will see to it my son abraham replied and they went on <laughs> when they arrived at the place where god had told abraham to go he built an altar and placed the wood in order ready for the fire and then tied isaac and laid him on the altar over the wood and abraham took the knife and lifted it up to plunge it into his son to slay him a 
at that point, the angel of God shouted to him from heaven, Abraham, Abraham. <laughs> yes, Lord, he answered. Lay down the knife. Don't hold the lad in any way. The angel said, for I know that God is your God is first in your life. You have not withheld even your beloved son from me. Then Abraham noticed a ram caught by its horns, caught by its horns in a bush. So he took the ram and sacrificed it instead of his son as burnt offering on the altar. Abraham named the place Jehovah provides and it goes by that name to this day. Then the angel of God called again to Abraham from heaven. I, the Lord, have sworn by myself that because you have obeyed me and have not withheld your beloved son from me, I will bless you with incredible blessings and multiply your descendants into countless thousands and millions, like the star above you in the sky and like the sand along the seashore. They will conquer their enemies and your offspring will be a blessing to all the nations of the earth all because you have obeyed so they returned to his young men and traveled home again to Beersheba after this a message arrived that Milcah the wife of Abraham's brother Naor had born in eight sons their names were Hoz the oldest Boaz the next oldest Camel father of Aram she said, Hazel, Pildash, Jidlaf, Betuel, father of Rebekah. He also had four other children from his concubine, Rilma. Their names were Teba, Gaham, Taash, Maka. After Abraham had received his promise, enjoyment season, right? Yeah, God then tested Abraham's faith faith and obedience like okay i want to check this guy i want to check this guy out does he totally depend on me in good and bad or did he only come to me to rescue him from the bad season and as soon as he got into the good season forgot about me see that's just it even in the good season we will still be tested yes God will always want to see if you are just there to just receive for him and then when you receive from him you're you're off like you don't you don't gel on here no and that is why I keep praying that God please keep my heart keep my heart keep my heart Lord like I want to enjoy both the bad season and the good season with you I don't want to just receive your you know your transformation and your your restoration and your breakthrough in the bad season and you know when i now enter into the promise that you have made to me i now forget about you i don't want to be like the israelites god please keep my heart keep my heart to always remember my source keep my heart to always remember that you are my source even in the good and in the bad keep my heart to always know that even when i'm enjoying you know the good things of life the enjoyment of life which definitely i am going to enjoy i want to enjoy it with you lord i want to i want to 
praise you in the good and I want to praise you in the bad. I want to obey you in the good and I want to obey you even when it is not convenient for me. That should be our heart desire every now and then that we will not forget. We will not forget the good things God has done in our lives. We will not forget how he rescued us. We will not forget how he made his promise come true. Yeah. Because truly, this is what most of us do. And it happens to the best of us. Once you get into the enjoyment season, you know, you you soon forget God. Oh God, oh God, help me not to forget you. Like, help me never to forget how you rescued my soul and gave me a reason to praise you again. See, a man's heart can easily change. We are human beings and... Who can who, we we can easily get distracted? We are human beings. We can easily get distracted. You understand? You will be the one to do yourself a favor by constantly constantly plugging yourself into a community that will keep slapping spiritual sense to your head so you will not get distracted in your good season. And I thank God I have you know many of those communities surrounding me immerse inner circle is one community i will strongly advise you to join to be a part of if you are a woman who wants to continue to excel in life just plug yourself into the immerse inner circle yes if you don't even do anything plug yourself into the immerse inner circle this is one community that has constantly been slapping spiritual sense into my into my mind and i've never remained the same and another community you can plug yourself into is the vos community the vos community is a community of love it's a community of grace it's a community of mercy god's mercy it's a community of god's favor it's a community that is bound by love God told him to sacrifice his son, but he didn't even hesitate for a bit, not because he was strong in himself. I mean, this was the only son he had waited for. He waited 100 years to have the son. So why would he be jumping and excited to kill his own son? <laughs> like, because this is how most people paint Abraham. Like, you know, he was jumping with joy when God told him to kill his only son. <laughs> I'm sure a lot of things would have popped in his mind. A lot of questions asked. But he leaped beyond those barricades of fear and doubt to obey God. His obedience only came from the understanding that if God has given me this son after waiting 100 years and now tells me to sacrifice this son, then it means God must be ready to give me even two more sons in replacement. Yes, she means it's God that promised him. He can never go back on his words. It was this understanding that helped Abraham to obey. Abraham was not strong in himself. I said, okay, God said I should kill my son. Well, let me go and kill my son. He was happy to kill. No, he only obeyed because he had an understanding that <laughs> um, God cannot go back on his word. So God has told me he will give me this. And if he's telling me to sacrifice it, okay, no problem. God, I will sacrifice it. But I know that you are ready to give me even double. I know that you are going to settle me. I know. And even if you do not even settle me, I know that you are still God and you 
will still do what you said you will do. You will not fail. You will not go back on your word. That is who God is. And it was this understanding that helped him to obey. It is not easy. Abraham was human. He was human. He wasn't any superman. This is how much God wants us to trust in that we are ready to obey under any given circumstances because we do not have undue attachment to the things we have received but our attachment is on God. Even Isaac was confused like, Daddy, I don't understand. Oh, we have wood. We have fire. Please, where is the lamp for sacrifice? <laughs> Isaac too was confused like what is my daddy doing we have wood we have fire okay so where is where is the lamp for sacrifice <laughs> his father who had a better understanding must have been laughing inside saying hmm, my son leave it to God though because certainly he, he said God will see to it that was the level of trust he had in God and I'm sure Isaac too would have been felt with he would have felt betrayed when his his dad tied him up as the lamp on sacrifice and even wanted to kill him. You can imagine the look on Isaac's face like what? What? I'm going to tell my mom. I'm going to tell this to my mom. You tried to kill me. (laughs) Oh my god. Oh my goodness. Can you imagine what must have been going on like in Isaac's mind when his father tied him up to the point of pointing the knife to him? <laughs> he must have felt betrayed by his father, really. And even the angel had to quickly shout from heaven twice to stop him. He said, Abraham, Abraham, don't do that. If the angel did not stop him, Abraham would have killed his son. Hey, God, oh. Indeed, God is first in Abraham's life. Is God first in your life? Hey, God is not asking you to go and kill your son just to prove you love him. <laughs> God just God is just saying, if I ask you to give me that thing that seems so precious to you, will you release it? Where does your heart lie? on God or on everything you have, where does your attachment lie? On that new job you have been waiting for, for the past years, or on God who gave you that job? On that visa you have been waiting for and praying for, on God who gave you that visa? On that, you know, relocation opportunity, you're now in the UK, you're now in the US, you're now in Canada or wherever you are and you know you're just so attached to the things there and you forget about God. No, don't do that. Don't do that. Keep your heart burning for God in every way you can. Even if you are so busy with schoolwork, just keep your heart burning for God in every way you in every way you can. Keep hearing from God. Keep listening to God and keep communicating to God. Keep telling God how much you love him and adore him. Don't stop. Don't stop. It is a lifetime journey. Once you submit to God in obedience, not withholding anything from him, he will always provide for sacrifice. Jehovah provides. He is Jehovah Jireh. He provides. Jehovah provides for sacrifice. I am certain you are getting value from today's podcast episode. 
And if you know you are getting value from today's podcast episode, make sure to rate and review this episode. I look forward to your comments. Very soon, our Vessel Grooming program and our podcast subscription will be opened. Make sure to join us once it is opened for more juicy insider content. Don't forget, we are a community of global women. So let's do a quick recap on the lessons learned in today's episode. From today's episode, we have learned to always trust God, even when it doesn't make sense, even when we don't understand it, we should still always trust God. God will never hurt us. He would never hurt us. God will never hurt us. His plan for us are good and not for evil. God can be trusted. God can be relied upon. He can be depended upon. He is faithful in all his ways. We should put God first by trusting him in obedience and our attachment should be on God and not on the things he gives us. Yes, be grateful for what he has given you, but don't hold on tightly that you now find it hard to let it go when God says, give it away. He always provides for sacrifice. Even if you don't get anything out of today, just always remember that He always provides for sacrifice. But first, He needs your willingness to make the sacrifice. He will always provide for sacrifice.